overhead, put it on real tight. Hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. You're around the shoot, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Everyone, welcome to Texas Toast. I'm Miss Helen, along with uh, this is going to be such a good visit. I'm looking forward to it. We're kind of going to call this one of our bottoms up episodes because I'm bringing in a fellow radio broadcaster, fellow podcaster now, and then someone who's also going to talk a little bit about booking. So, without any further ado, want to say welcome to Carly Evans, who, by the way, is Texas Regional Radio Music Awards Broadcaster of the Year. Hey, Carly. <laughs> hey, Helen. Thank you for that awesome intro. Well, it's so nice. It's so nice to have you. So your journey, how did your journey take you into radio? Uh, So it actually started when I uh, was still in high school, Um, not officially radio yet, but there was a TV station at my high school. um, And I started getting involved with that and taking the classes and then being on air with them and just kind of fell in love with broadcasting. Uh, So right, I can't remember, it was either right before my high school graduation or right after Uh, I had a friend who was working at the local radio stations. This was in Hayes, Kansas, my hometown. And he said, uh, you know, was asking me what my plans were. And I was like, well, I'm going to go there. There was university there in town. And I was going to go through basically the broadcast program, the media studies program. And he said, well, why aren't you working at the radio stations here? And I was I was like, you know, I just hadn't thought about it. And I go, don't you have to be 18? And he's like, no, because I was only 17 when I graduated. And He's like, just get me your stuff, which I didn't have anything. Have <laughs> I didn't have stuff yet. And he's like, but, you know, I'll get it like, like, give me your resume, which was like Gadzooks and KFC and Golden Corral, you know, at the time. And um, he's like, I can't promise anything, but I'll get it into the right hands. And I was like, cool. And ended up getting hired on as a part time uh, night and weekend board op and then moved up to uh, on air, like fill in and then started doing a weekly show, took over one of the weekly request shows that one of our stations had. And then from there, just, you know, got to be a main day partner, worked my way up through college. And when I graduated college, I was named program director of of one of our country stations. And then it just, you know, it went from there, like, because you know how it is when you get in a radio, it gets in your blood. Yes. <laughs> you either you either hate it or you just fall absolutely insanely in love with it. And so from there, I went and uh, ran station a station in Manhattan, Kansas, and then uh, Bryan College Station, Texas, with KORA. Uh, and then my my now husband, um, he had moved to Texas with me. We had met in Manhattan. He got transferred to Colorado uh, for his job, and and I had always worked in some facet of of Texas country and render, you know, with uh-huh. with radio. Um, and so I was like, I there's not going to be a station like that in Colorado. And guess what there was? <laughs> and so I, I started working with them and eventually became program director there. Um, and so that's, that's the story of radio. I can keep going if you want to hear the red, like how I transitioned. Oh, I, to I, stuff, I, oh gosh, there's so, I mean, like, I know you're like me, there's just like so many stories you could tell. And, you know, and it's like, it's just that community involvement and you get to know your listeners so well. And mm-hmm. then you get to work with great people, like your, your music promoters that are calling. And then when the artists yes. come through for their radio tours and you see them for the first time and you know, when you know, right. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that was, you know, one of my most favorite parts about being in radio was, 
establishing, growing, maintaining those relationships with the promoters, with the artists, with, you know, some of the venues and stuff and, and, you know, taking music calls every week getting it's basically like catching up with your friends you know I know I know I think about when I was taking the the radio the the music calls it was like and at that time that's when my kids were young and they knew when what volleyball game was going on what football game was going on like how did y'all you know fare on I mean it was like you would just keep up with with each other's lives Mm -hmm. absolutely yes yes and so now so you you are officially out of radio now you're podcasting with the Troubadour experience, uh, the Troubadour podcast, yeah, and we, um, we actually, I joined that. My co-host Pete had started it already, and I had been a guest on it when we moved up to Colorado. Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to be doing. Um, I didn't really have a job, which for the first time since I was a teenager, you know, I didn't have a job, and uh, so he had asked me if I wanted to join. This was 2018, uh, so we spent the better part of that year kind of revamping some things. And then, uh, you know, relaunched it with the two of us. And so we've been going with that since I can't remember if it was late 2018 or early 2019. Um, we've been doing that. And then, you know, then the radio station, we ended up moving from Fort Collins, Colorado to Colorado Springs. And I had been working remotely with them, but I got more involved with the radio station uh, when I started doing that. And I did leave radio at the end of 2021 uh, to pursue a digital marketing um, what I thought was going to be a career. Turns out corporate can be a very toxic environment. <laughs> and uh, so I loved the job, didn't really like the place. Um, long story short. So I, I left there and I actually am back in radio. Um, I had already been talking to some people, some other stations about like voice tracking, but I have a uh, one of my best friends who we work together in Manhattan, Kansas. She's now out here running an alt station. Uh, in Colorado Springs. And so she asked if I would be interested in part-time and, you know, you can't ever fully get away from it. And so I still loved radio. I just didn't want it to be my primary focus anymore. So that's actually been really cool. And it's kind of, you know, expanding my horizons a bit too, like still super involved in Texas country and red dirt and independent country. Uh, that's still my, my number one, but uh -huh. being able to learn, you know, a new genre and new artists and all of that has been great too. I know it's amazing how radio just keeps chasing you. Same thing here. And it's like, I, I'm just constantly like, cause I wear so many different hats like you uh, and I do help at the radio station, but then they just had a transition and a change and they were wanting me all the time. And it was like, you know, once I got out of that studio and the stick, as I called it, cause yeah. the, pod, the podcast was like, I wasn't sure about this podcast thing. And Kyle and I have talked about this and it was, if it wasn't for Kyle, I probably never would have jumped into the podcast thing because I was like, oh, I'm FM. I got to have the stick. I have to have my, you know, coverage map and all that. Right. But I am loving it. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's just it's kind of, it's like an extension of radio. And it, and it but also we get to do these more long form, deeper dive interviews than what you do on radio, because usually a lot of times you have five minutes, 10 minutes. Yes. Yes. You know, and you have to keep it like we're we're promoting a show. We're promoting an album. We're promoting exactly. a single. Exactly. Yeah. And it's here we get to know yes, people better. <laughs> yes, that's that's the whole thing. It's all about the guests and it's and they get that time and we get to spend that time together and not worry about, oh, I've got this spot break coming up or I've got to do this live read or whatever. So yeah. let's talk about so you're kind of all right. So you're you're like me, passionate with the red dirt, Texas music, independent music. And so let's talk a little bit about you're also kind of putting on another hat with booking. Mm hmm. 
Yes. And so that was uh, when I was leaving the corporate job, you know, it had become so toxic and I was like, I just, I got to get out. So I, I was talking to friends about, you know, ideas like one of them being um, my friend at the radio station, the alt station. But uh, another one was a promoter friend, one of my really good promoter friends that I've known for years and worked with for years. And I was just like, do you know of anything or what do you think? Or this is what's going on with me. And I, she's such a doer. And so uh, right away, she was like, look into this, look into this. And um, one of the suggestions was uh, Chuck Sweeney with Marathon Music Group. And Chuck and I have known each other for years as you know professional acquaintances. We hadn't known each other super well, but we've worked together before. And uh, so we got in touch and yeah, and it, it worked out where he brought me on. And so now I'm uh, focusing primarily on um, Will Carter, Susan Ammons, and, and Zach Neal. And we have others on the roster too, but those are my, especially as I'm getting into this, you know, and getting my feet wet and used to booking and everything. Um, so focusing on on those three. And it's been awesome because then I get to still work with the artists and the music that I love, you know, and and work hard and be able to establish relationships with venues outside of my market. Yes. Yes. And, you know, going back to Will, it's like I've known him from the very, very beginning, but I didn't realize that I'd really known him since he was three years old because really he. Yeah. If you'll. Yeah. Because Will has connections. We have hometown connections to my hometown. And um, he tells a great story. It was one of the stories that always stuck with me when Will first came in, when he was baby Will just starting out with his little hair sticking up. He's so cute. (laughs) But I tell you, he's he is he is quite the worker. So what a blessing to get to work with Will. It is. And I've, you know, I've, I've known Will for, for years from, I first met him when I was PD and morning show and, and at KORA and Bryan college station. Um, and, you know, we've just continued that relationship over the years. And so now working with him, working for him directly, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Just so, love him to death. So let's talk about this. So since you're kind of fresh into the booking and you're, and you've got a good little roster there that you're working with, you know, because I know there's a lot of people that have been booking agents forever and ever and ever, and they could be a little grumpy, crusty, Mm -hmm. grumpy, you know, and it's like, you're fresh. So what are you seeing as far as the positives with working with venues and festivals to where you're working in these particular artists for booking? Um, So positive, you know, there's a lot of positive, especially when you, you get that yes, and you're helping build that artist's career, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I've, I've gotten to do that from the radio side, but kind of being more in the trenches and, and getting those yeses and stuff. It's just, it's such a great win. Um, you know, I'm still learning like the best ratio of phone calls to emails. Cause there's so many venues that are like, why are you calling? <laughs> Don't call me, you know, emails best. And then others are, you know, completely the opposite, like really like phone calls and text messages um, are, are way better. I never have time to check email. Uh, so, you know, I think overall it's just, it's really getting to support these artists and, and, and help grow their careers, um, from a different angle of things than what I'm used to. Yeah. And see, I think that's where you, you, you stand out and you make a difference because some people haven't been, like you said, in the trenches and and met some of these artists from the beginning, watching their music career. And then now being able to book, because some people are just booking, 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 and it's a number, number, number. But I love what you said about building a career and that's the partner booking agent that artists need. Yeah, I completely agree. Cause there's, you know, I've, I've also have, started dabbling a bit in the talent buying side of things too, working with booking mm-hmm. 
agencies on the other side. And, um, you know, I'm not, not naming any names because I don't want to upset anybody and I don't want to burn any bridges by any means. But, you know, I do see kind of that jaded aspect of things from time to time where they're just like, well, um, we're not chasing this, you know, festival or this venue. Uh, so, you know, we're not going to do this for you. If you want to give us an offer, fine. Uh, we may or may not get back to you type of thing or, uh, you know, just stuff like that. So I, I want to get super detailed into things, especially since they're still in progress. Um, but it's just like, I just want to give you money to bring your artist to this stage. That's all I want to do. I want to give you money. <laughs> right. Right. So, and so, and then the logistics can be quite a bit too, once you do get the booking and advancing the show. Yes. And, you know, and that's something I think I got a little, um, I kind of, I tend to dive in head first sometimes into things and, um, you know, or like right away, I'm like, I want to get them shows here in Colorado and I want to get them, you know, in Kansas and blah, blah, blah. And, and now taking a step back and after having done this for just, it's only been a few months, but you know, since mid April, um, it's like, you know, oh yeah, you have to factor. Yeah. You got them this great show, but how are they going to get there? You know, and the routing and all that stuff. And, um, there's definitely been some days I've ended just cross-eyed like, <laughs> right, right. Your head just exploding. Yeah. It's like, it's like can I, I just I do? wait? And then it's like, can I just go turn on the mic and talk and do a break <laughs> and then sit back and jam? Exactly. Talk a little more. <laughs> can I just focus on that? Add some music, you know, like go and listen to music to figure out what I want to add this week, stuff like that. Like, oh man, what did I do? <laughs> so it was definitely a learning curve with it for sure. And, you know, the only way to figure it out is to do it. Mm -hmm. So yes, I'm sure you'll figure it out. So how are things going with the podcasts? Uh, they're great. You know, we're Kyle and I uh, here with Texas Toast uh, had a great conversation the other day and it it, it kind of reestablished some ideas, um, you know, because when you're doing a podcast and, and you're getting these amazing guests, but if if not a lot of people are hearing it, mm -hmm. um, that doesn't really help anybody or or if you're not it's not able to sustain itself monetarily like not even necessarily making money off of it but just able to pay for itself because there is such a huge expense that can come with hosting a podcast um and so so we're working on some ideas for you know revamping marketing and monetization and things like that but as far as guests go um like i do feel like we've really gotten our name out there over the last uh 3 to 4 years um, we've had some some guests that I never would have thought, you know, we would have had um, Ray Benson, Ray Wiley Hubbard, uh, the actor Barry Corbin uh, has been on and just uh, countless, countless others. Pat Green, Brie Bagwell has been on with us, you know, just uh, so many. There's there's times I go back through the episodes and I'm like, I forgot we had this person on. And I do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we haven't, we're like the newbies. We're the new kids, you know, and it's like going into this, we had no idea, but I knew Kyle and I think alike. And yeah. I just, I knew, and we just went into it and, and just moved forward and pushed forward. But it's so great because I was out of radio, you know, for a few years and it was so nice to link back up and hook back up with, you know, friends in radio, the, the, the Texas artists and being able to see their faces and then now to be able to visit with them. So it's, it's mm -hmm. really, it's, it's a lot of work, you know, the prep, but we're, Kyle and I are a good team. I, I really, yeah. Kyle, you want to turn around and visit with us? You chime in on this? 
Kyle, turn that chair around. This what, is weird. What do you think? What do you think? You're, you're the voice judge. <laughs> he always reminds me of that. So, Kyle. I'm chilling, taking notes. I know, Kyle and I love to tell a story about the podcast. And Kyle's really, he has a lot of knowledge as far as like, doing our behind the scenes here at the podcast. It's amazing how you can go from so many different backgrounds and come into a podcast, but the thing is what's in your heart and that the Texas music and getting the word out and spreading the message. And that's kind of what we're here for. Totally. When we first, when Kyle and I first met via a Zoom, I was totally, uh-uh, no podcast for me. I don't care what you people say. I love, I love that man to death that put us on the Zoom meeting, but then it worked. Yeah, I remember the call that I had with him right when we got off the Zoom and I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to swear. This isn't going to happen. <laughs> and here we are, what, two yeah, years later. It, I just I noticed a trend between the three of us and a lot of other people in the industry. And it's like, you know, sometimes people spread themselves too thin. But I guess maybe we're the type of people who are really good at that. Um, I mean, we're we're not we're not celebrities by any means or, you know, super, super rich or anything. But it's uh, we've all got our hands in a lot of different pots and mm-hmm. we're making it making it work, you know, keeping ourselves yeah. busy doing things we love. See, and, I think, and I think what we're doing here is a good example of our Texas music family. I mean, you know, this is this is how it is. Like when we go to the awards, it's just hugs and high fives and catching up. And it's just like it's like the friends that you don't see. But then when you see them once or twice or three or four times a year, it's like you've been together every day. Yeah, it's it's always all home week at those for sure. And 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 talking about spreading yourself too thin, like because I know I get I get so excited about all these different things. And my husband's great about reeling me back in a little bit, not saying I can't do it. But he's like, you know, it's kind of like uh, the Ron Swanson advice on Parks and Rec, where he's like, don't half ass two things, whole ass one thing. And so like my, my husband's really good at reminding me of that. Like you don't take on two, like calm down. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. maybe don't jump into that yet. Let's focus on building these other things at first and then you can, you know, expand from yes. there. Yeah. yeah. When, when, when Carly and I met and, uh, Brie had a show in Manit, how do you say it? Manitou? Yeah. Manitou it. Springs. And she was up on stage helping us wrap cables after the show. <laughs> uh-huh. I love being a roadie. That, like, yeah. That, that shows your drive and we appreciated it for sure. Absolutely. I hope I got things in the right place in the next show. You mm-hmm. guys all weren't like, well, who the hell put this here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, it's me. <laughs> I just thought it was good to pull Kyle in. He's just, he does such a good job. But yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of teamwork and it takes a lot of networking. So you've got the booking going on, the podcast. Any, are you going to take in anything else? Um, Probably eventually. You're scaring uh, me. But right now I'm, I'm trying to, you know, like, I mean, I, uh, the talent buying was kind of my extra on top of all of that right now. Cause it is, kind of, it's the same, but different, you know? Um, it's kind of the same vein, but whatever. And so right now I'm just, I'm working on that. And then we have two dogs. Um, one is a foster. So I've been trying to find time to, to train him and also still, you know, have time for myself to like, make sure I get a workout in, which I'm horrible at. And I'm trying really hard to be better at just stopping and making some time for myself to do that kind of stuff. And obviously spend time with my husband, like, We've both been so go, go, go. He's also, uh, he's a construction project superintendent, but he's also an artist too. So he's working on that side of things. And then 
we have this old 1901 uh, house in Colorado that we're constantly fixing up. So we have plenty of stuff going on that um, we just finally got on Sunday. Our first hike, we live in Colorado where hiking is everywhere. Our first hike of the year in um, because it's been so crazy. We finally had to like stop and be like, we're we're taking the dogs. We're going to go on a long hike. Um, hopefully we can get some camping in here soon too. Uh, but yeah, so, so with all of that, I think it's enough for right now, but I'm sure eventually I'll be like, Oh, that looks cool. Cause I was like trying to do a blog and stuff a while back and, um, create this app. And I, I finally had to let that stuff go. You know, it just got to be too much with everything else. So. Wow. You do a lot, but you know, getting out in mother nature, that, that is my really, mine is fishing and getting out in the salt water and, you know, getting out on the bay. And especially when it's a good day to go offshore, but it's like, same thing with me. I stay so busy. And plus we live in a tourist area here on the coast. And I also, we have a, 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 a condo resort here that I'm managing a couple of the condos and keep them rented with the VRBO and all that. But I love it because it's hospitality. I get to meet people from all over. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have a lot of people that come, you know, like from Austin and Abilene and, and then they'll be playing Texas music. And then we start engaging in that conversation. And I'm like, okay, I need you to look, you look up this person, that person. And I start, I mean, I'm still selling it, girl. I know. I'm meeting, or if it I'm never at, goes away. If I'm at the <laughs> harbor at the cleaning tables and somebody plays a song, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you heard it? Did it, did it? And I start going through all of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's just in your blood and you just want to get the word out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, uh, like Austin Mead, um, when he was opening for seven dust, you know, and and so I got to finally introduce my more rocks people, my especially my metal friends to, you know, even though he's gone more into the rock vein for sure than the Texas country vein. But um, I was like, he's my friend and he's so amazing. You got to check him out. He's opening for seven dozen of, you know, and that opens their ears a little bit more. But it, I know it never stops. My my husband and I are constantly telling our friends, like, you need to look into this artist and, you know. And that's why, like my the majority of my wardrobe is band tees, you mm-hmm. know, because it it starts that conversation too. Like, yes, it does. Yes, it does. I used to love getting all those t shirts. I don't get so many so much I know, now, right? But, and I wish I would have saved so many of because I've had, you know, I just, you know, I don't know how I've missed and lost some of the stuff that I had. But you know, I think back to some of the originals from some of the originals, you know, and it's crazy. Right. It's crazy. I, know. I have a, I have this idea that someday I'm going to get a t-shirt quilt made for the band shirts that I still love, but I don't wear anymore, mm-hmm. you know, um, cause maybe they've gotten a little too small or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I have them all in my cedar chest, like in space saver bags, just waiting for the day that I finally, you know, procrastinating. (laughs) That makes me think of something else too. That was another positive about working in radio, because let's say you ever had an accident on one of your shirts, because I always did morning shows. (coughs) And then needless to say, I would have a meeting or I would have something. Coffee. We we always could go find a shirt. Yes. They were always, yeah, you just uh-huh. go to where all all the the tubs where everything is and the promo items and like there was always something to wear and always a, always a ball cap. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Ball See, caps and t shirts, and if you needed a koozie, you usually had always, one too. Always. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Just another thing with another positive with radio. You always you always could get dressed no matter what. Yep. Absolutely. That's why again the majority of my wardrobe is like station and and band tees. Like a lot of my station tees that I 
just, I can't, you know, it was a huge part of my life. So they're going to go in the quilt too someday when I get that finally made. <laughs> so, yes. So will we be seeing you at uh, the Texas Country Music Awards? Are you going to be there? There is talk. I'm hoping to make Good. it work out. Sorry, like I got so excited there because, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I've been talking to, I don't know if my husband's going to be able to make it. I'm really, really going to try to make it because I miss my people. Um, I'm so glad I got to make it to T3R this year. And uh, definitely uh, the husband and I are planning on making that a yearly thing for sure. I've never been a, gotten to go to TCMAs. So I would love to go. I have friends up who well, like, I'm, like we all do, you know, I'm sure you do, uh, you know, friends up for awards and stuff. So that's always uh-huh. so exciting to get to be there to celebrate with them and yeah, um, it was it was a blast last year. Kyle and I were both there. We did red carpet interviews and then I'm going to be doing red carpet interviews with TCMA this year. But when I was at the Texas Regional Radio Music Awards, I think I remember Corliss pointing you out to me and you were t- and Corliss was like, that's like you you need to meet her. And then, I can't believe we did. You know, meet. How I can't either. We may maybe we're in the same circle yeah. at one time. I know it's like, and then you're just jumping around from person to person, but I remember like, come on, come on. You have to meet her. You have to meet her. Trip to her podcast. And you know, Corliss, I love her. I I can't wait to see her. I cannot wait to see her. I love that girl. She's one of my, again, we met in Manhattan, Kansas. We're both from Kansas and uh, we were competitors actually when we became friends and, but she was the ring bearer in my wedding last year and stuff. So I, I just, I love her. She's one of my most favorite people, but I know it's hard when you're at those things to, you get to meet so many new people, but then you have so many people that you haven't talked to in a while and so many, you know, next to hug and stuff. So it's yeah. hard, but yeah, hopefully if I make it, we'll definitely have to get together. Oh, we will on this for one. sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the visit. I have a new friend now. At least we yeah. got to meet. I can't wait to meet face to face. Same. But, um, I think it's going to be awesome. Before I let you go, let's talk about where people, where everyone can find your podcast. Absolutely. Uh, it's the Troubadour Podcast. So the TroubadourPodcast.com. Um, also on, I believe, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Man, I, you think I'd know this by now um, after all this time. Let me double check that it's, it should be the same at the Troubadour Podcast. Uh, and then on Twitter, it's weird. <laughs> we don't it's like ttp1 or some some weird thing but instagram and facebook and for sure the troubadourpodcast.com um on that so okay and then one last question if you were a cocktail what would you be oh goodness wow uh that's how i look like i love like all all types of booze <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's hard like god <sighs> There's so many ways to go here. Um, I feel like I've thought about this before and I, I'm sure it changes. Like some days I'm, I'm an old fashioned, you know, and then uh, some days I'm a Bloody Mary just because, you know, with a little bit of spice to it, but those good old staples. Um, overall, I think it would be like a, a standard, like something more exciting than like a rum and Coke maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, probably like an old fashioned, a Bloody Mary, or depending on the day, like a nice martini. Um, We're like so, nice much martini. We're so much alike. Because if I, I tell you, if I was ever asked that question, I would yeah. be going there right there. Well, it would depend on the day. It depends on the yeah. day. Some <laughs> so, days I'm a mimosa. Some days, you know, I'm some fruity, ridiculous 
fluffy thing that cost like $20. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, the, how much fun was this? Hang in there with everything you're doing and stay in touch and let us know how things are going. And hopefully we'll get to see you down the road at some point. So thank you so much, Carly. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Helen and Kyle. And uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate the time and you guys having me on. This has been awesome. It's been fun. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. And with a heavy tongue, she knew where from as she left I dare to say well, you can go to hell and hell I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home well take away these city lights put me on a one way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight just consider me My southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, or this cowboy hat, or the way I like to play.